Is anyone else just exhausted? Well, yes, I, but... Yes. King. I am. Is she, did she call Torin King? That's what it seemed like to me. I mean, she kneeled right in front of him. Okay, I thought I was having a stroke for a second. Glad no. somebody else heard that. No, I'm hard to it, miss. It's, it's probably just the shiny armor. I'm not right. calling you my liege or anything, you know. Caliban, if you did, I'd start being worried. You wouldn't have to have any any strength left to do try to find a diamond, would you, Caliban? Not today. What are the villagers doing? The villagers are heading to a large thatch-roofed longhouse. People are starting to gather food for the cooking, along with dragging the dead away. They're dragging benches and extra chairs. It appears they've gone into the stores to produce extra finery as you spot golden, shiny objects reflecting in the torchlight. As the daylight starts to fade from the sky, a pyre of the dead is lit in the center of the village. I'm going to start helping. Like, I'm going to find some of, like, like an elderly woman who looks like she's having a... Anyone who looks like they're having a hard time, I'm going to go help. As you walk over to help, one of the children, somewhat bright-eyed, reaches out towards you, placing their hand on your armor. As one of his friends walks up, puts his hand in front of his mouth, hiding an obvious smile, giggling a bit before he knocks on your armor, eliciting a ding, ding, ding from it. He looks up at you expectantly, almost in awe. The child is probably seven or eight years old. Okay, what do I have here? I'm going to... I don't know what kind of gems they are. I just have 12 gems worth 100 gold each. So I didn't write down what they were, but I'm going to take one of them. I'm going to kind of crouch down and tussle the kid's hair and show him the gem. He looks at it closely before holding his hand out toward you. And I kind of flick, uh, kind of like toss it into his hand. Like flick it, tossing. And he's I'm turning it over in his hands. He looks back at you curiously before he and his friend run off. Yeah, I'm just going to help for a while. Give me a perception check. Silas just leans over to Caliban. I'm not giving any of my jewels away, just just so everybody's clear. I don't know how you all run. Yeah, I'm right there with you, brother. Okay. Torin, you watch as some of the elderly, who appear to be carrying foodstuffs from an outbuilding towards the longhouse. They watch you momentarily with the children. As you turn their way... They quickly downcast their eyes and move as fast as their old bodies will let them and head into the longhouse. Moments later, Omalara approaches and says, Please, come with me. Leading you into the longhouse. As you enter, it appears to be a large common room containing handmade chairs and tables. At the far end of the room sits a hearth surrounded by a handful of women who appear to be preparing the food for dinner. Omalara looks your way and says, Please, sit here. Gesturing towards the obvious head table. Continuing, she says, We don't have much, but would you care for something to drink? Perhaps some sweet water from the melons that grow here? Sweet water sounds fabulous. She gestures to one of the ladies at the hearth who leaves the building and returns shortly through the main door, carrying a large pail in both hands. She places some clay mugs before each of you, 
and pours into it some brownish liquid. The fragrance is sweet and fresh. Meanwhile, Torn, the friend of the young one you gave the gem to, in broken comment, looks your way and asks, What's your What's name? Your name? My name is Torin, little one. Are you really the king, Torin? No, I'm, I'm no king. Looking back towards his friend, he says, See, I told you. Shrugging, the other replies while looking at his gem. Grandma says you're the king. Where are you from, Torin? You not from here? No, I'm from somewhere. Far, far, far away from here. While the trees are different, the sun is different, but my home is not quite so different than yours. You see, you know king, you know live in castles. That's what my mama says. Moments later, you see a lady emerge from a nearby hut, gesturing toward the kids, admonishingly, she says. You too, leave that king alone. Mumbling. They suck each other in the arms and run off. You turn to find Omalara standing near the entrance of the longhouse. She is casually watching the interaction between you and the young ones. Meanwhile, inside the longhouse, food preparation is well underway as a plume of gray smoke exits through the clay hole in the roof of the thatch covering. Before too long, Omalara steps out of the longhouse's open doorway and walks straight up to you, almost uncomfortably close. A tall woman herself, she looks up slightly to your six-foot-two frame. Slowly, she says, Dinner is to be served. Please, follow me. Follow behind her. Walking into the longhouse, you spy your comrades sitting at the head table. Amalara leads you to sit amongst them. Moving away, she approaches her own seat. Not at the main table, but close by. Before sitting, she addresses those that are gathered. Give the heroes their due. At this, a flurry of activity occupies the longhouse as the elderly women start serving what seems like a simple fare. Sautéed vegetables with roasted fruit containing a flaky red spice accompanied by a goat or lamb. Once everyone has been served, they start talking amongst themselves while Malara looks towards the party. You see, we are nomadic people and a simple tribe of farmers here in the valley of the Aluma Alkam. The serpent people have recently occupied the far side of the valley, gathering a large military force at the base of the Black Mountain to the north. These rumors are unsettling as the new leader of these lizardmen is said to be an incarnation of their ancient king, Keshek. He who used to rule the tribes of the valley of the Aluma Alkam, but is now lizard or dragon-like, and is adorned with two heads. Our scouts have reported that this new king is meeting with his allies, the Yanti, Dragonborn, and other draconic races. We know not for what. We know that they are gathering. What, what happened to the men of your village? These raids happened frequently. Every few days, at first we were able to fend them off with the warriors. One by one, they picked off the strongest ones, those out hunting for food, scouting, or otherwise. They were disappearing on scouting missions, never to return. 
We have but one scout remaining who will be here in the morning to give us news. You must certainly be sent from the gods, for the prophecy tells of a king, a king Torin from another land, rising from the depths below. I don't know how much weight you should put into prophecy. Wait, this prophecy names him by name? Well, in our language, it is something different, but my comment isn't that clear. It translates to Torn or Toren. I don't know. We're sent by the gods, but I'm glad we got here in time to help. As am I and the rest of the remaining tribe. The room goes a bit quiet as she's conversing with you. Looking about the room, it's obvious that the tribe is taking in the sight of these outlanders. From the waterman, Caliban, the water genasi, to the short halfling in a chef's coveralls, to everyone in between. You can visibly see them eyeing you, wondering what the companions are all about, hanging on your every word. Omalara continues. We will have to see if the rest of the prophecy is true. The ones to free us from the oppression of these lizard men. As she gestures towards everyone seated at the head table. So, friends, where do you hail from? I wouldn't say we hail from anywhere in particular. We're kind of between places at the moment. Not anywhere you would have heard. If that is the case, and you did not plan to come here, then you were truly sent by the gods. Well, that's actually kind of my doing. I'm from the uh, south end of Enezera. I don't know if you've heard of it here, but you can't be king unless you take out another king. Maybe maybe that's the whole point, Torn. Maybe you need to solidify your birthright by taking out this other king. That may be a prophecy. That may be what these people need. But what we need right now is a diamond. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, forgive me. I I just heard kings and 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 god two-headed dragon people and I got all excited. You're totally right. Um, perchance, uh, is this beautiful tribal dwelling on top of a diamond mine, perhaps? We're a simple people and nomadic farmers. There are no diamond mines that I know of. If it pleases you, we will dig up the soil beneath our dwellings. No, 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 no. Do you know of anyone in the area who has jewels and uh, treasure, you know, besides the two-headed king? Not to my knowledge. Perhaps they have some at the nearby town. Are there any other villages of your people? Are there any hiding places, places of strength that you know that you can go to? The plan is to head to the meeting of the tribes to the north. That's where we were to go before we were beset upon by the lizard folk. We were supposed to head out on the morrow. And where is this this town that you speak of? Is that to the north as well? No, the town is to the south. And where is the two-headed king? The Black Mountain to the north. Our journey leads us to the northwest there to the... Excuse me, our journey leads us to the northeast there to the northwest. Our journey is to the northwest. The Black Mountain lies northeast. You cannot miss it. It has been created in the image of a lizardman visage. 
Is there a reason um, that the lizard men aren't harassing the the town, the resort? Or are they just they're just messing with the the tribal folk first before they get stronger? There are many tribes of the thirteen. I have heard rumors of other tribes that have fallen. This is another reason we were to be traveling to the gathering to unite under one leader. She says with emphasis as she looks towards Torin. Perhaps you can join us. I think our first priority is uh, a diamond. And because of that, we might be headed to the resort first. How far south is it? The jungle is quite thick. You should be able to get there on foot in a few days. Unfortunately, our tracker trader has been taken by the lizard people. He knows the people of the town and helps barter trades between the tribe and the townspeople. You have reason to believe that the tracker might still be alive or, or I figure he's dead? We do not know. We are expecting word from our scout in the morning. He was supposed to go and look to find out any information he could. At the very least, you should wait until he arrives. And you continue your conversation throughout dinner. But as dinner is wrapping up, Omalara stands up and says, Come with me. I have something to show you. Final follow. Oh yeah, yep, we get up. She leads you out of the longhouse and walks towards a singular outlying building. The light from the tiki torches struggle to illuminate this area as the jungle growth is poised to overtake the clearing. As you approach the building, Omalar turns and says, Our tribe shaman lives here, but he has recently taken ill. She walks through the opened archway and waits within for the party to gather. Entering the room, you see an old and wrinkled man lying on a bed of musty thatch. Omalar looks at the man and says, Our shaman, Turo, Odohe was taken sick several days ago, and we do not know why. A coughing fit comes from the figure lying on the thatch, before the shaman says, I have told you why. I feel something is trying to pull the spirit from my body. Something unnatural. I had my life restored when I was younger, and the sickness seems to be undoing this magic. His voice trails off, into another coughing fit. I'm going to have to ask him to wear a mask and stay at least six feet away. Yeah, for real. <laughs> if anybody wants to roll an Arcana check, they can. Sure. Pity. Oh. That's 12. Ooh, natural 20. I, I know nothing. I have a minus one. <laughs> I just randomly know this one thing. His coughing fit leaves him so exhausted, he falls into a light sleep. Kneeling down, you get closer to the body to inspect it without touching it. And there seems to be a dark aura emanating from him every few seconds. Well, that's not normal. Hearing Vittle talk about necromancy, it seems as if necromancy has a hold on him. And it's undoing the magic that returned him to life. Oh. Omalara gestures for everyone to exit the small hovel. Once back in the clearing, she says, Like I mentioned at dinner, we are planning on leading the tribe to safety and meet up with some of the tribes of the north and the east. It's getting late and our scouts should return in the morning with news. 
Can I show you to your dwelling? Please. Sure. She walks you past the large longhouse where the villagers are finishing up their chores. She leads you to a small 15 by 15 hut that doesn't look like it's been cleaned in some time, if the thick layer of dust is any indication. I apologize. We did not have time to clean it up for those of your rank, but I hope you will find this comfortable for the night. I look at her and I've slept in worse. If you need anything, I shall be in that hut over there. And she points to a modest hut located across the clearing. She gives you a slight bow and she heads back to the longhouse to assist with the remaining chores. Is it just me, Chap, or uh, did she make it awfully clear where she was staying for you? Who, me? Yeah, she pointed out where she's sleeping, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I don't think she was pointing it out to the people who were not the king. Yeah. We just saved their village. She wants to be helpful. Oh, that makes, makes air quotes around the word helpful. Yeah. Good for you, chap. Well, looks like we got a bed down. Do we want to take uh, turns making sure we don't get uh, a snake or lizard man come in here while we're sleeping? Without even saying a word, I'll take out my longsword and post up near the entrance. We're taking turns, right? Sure. Okay. Today has been interesting, to say the least. For example, your bird friend left, and I don't know, did you happen to tell him you were a fucking king? I'm not a king. Are you sure? I think I would know if I was a king. Well, maybe... In the morrow, you should talk to the woman who made so clear where she's sleeping tonight to you and ask her why she thinks you are your majesty. Well, she said there's a prophecy of some sort. Right, but he hasn't fulfilled the prophecy as far as I know. So he's not king yet, but she's she's off. Did, did, it, did it say he had to do something? Sounded like just by showing up and being named Torin. Apparently they have very, very low thresholds to become king around here. Well, shit. Come out of the swamp and have a certain name and uh, you're in. Wow. Interesting. I'll take first watch. Also, well, that makes sense because I'm going to be outside the door. I'm going to take out the longsword of the fireforge. I'm going to stare at it for a while. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what you taught me, Superioran. I'm trying to do the honorable thing. This is not my fight. These are not my people. I'm not their king. I'm no one's king. Roll me a percentile dice. A two. You stare out into the darkness, but no response returns to you from the shadows. But the night passes uneventfully, and you gain the benefits of a long rest. Staying Tempest. Probably do like a quick perimeter check. As you're polishing your sword in the evening, relieving it from the mud and dirt from the previous battles, you notice the Dwarven script now reads, Aldrich Chung. He knows Dwarven. I do. I think I went to school with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Since you know Dwarven... It clearly reads, Fire King. Oh, son of a bitch. 
Silas is brushing his teeth with some of the sweet water. That seems counterproductive. Hey, don't knock it till you try it. And he's brushing his teeth with just one of his fingers. And then he remembers that he doesn't need to do that. Just cast prestidigitation in his mouth to clean his mouth. <laughs> and then just is doing minor illusion. But he's standing behind Torin and he's trying different kinds of crowns on Torin's head to see which one looks right. Gold one and then a silver one and then one with like little dragons coming off of it. And they're stack images, you know, they're just minor illusions, yep. but just trying out different ones. I was like, hmm, mm, can kind of see it. Kind of, hmm. The funny thing is, is, I think they stay in place. So if you were to like move your head and look up, you'd just see a floating static crown yeah. where your head was. <laughs> What? I'm just thinking to myself why I didn't chop off your head when I had the chance. Ah, uh, then we wouldn't have found out all of this. As the morning comes alive with activity, the tribe looks like they're packing up, clearly getting ready for their journey. In the northern part of the clearing, some of the tribe is gathering around some type of commotion. Omalar sees you and approaches quickly. With rushed explanation, she says. Come. Our scout has returned. Mm. As we're walking, I'm going to kind of keep pace with Caliban and say, do you have any idea what we should do here? I think Fiddy is our priority. So we go south then. Do you think they would have diamonds at this meeting of the tribe? Hard to know. I mean, not if they're like this tribe. It seems like the original plan of going to this place Silas knew sounded... That sounded promising. I, I agree. All right, and we keep walking. As you follow Ormalara, she steps into a circle of people with you. What you see is a lithe, bald, dark-skinned man wearing dark, dark leather armor with a bow slung over one shoulder. Oliver, please describe your character. <gasps> yes, uh, he is... As uh, Richard said, he's lith, very uh, dexterous. Um, he looks like he was just um, kind of running back to the village or back to the tribe. Lith, yes, very lith. Life, life, <laughs> I believe, life. I believe it's, I believe it's live. <laughs> no, 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 he's lit. Like he's lit on fire. Oh, he's okay. like lit, like the young kids say. He's, he's fire, lit. Fire genasing? Yeah. No, he's actually lit. Like he's he's a party. I'm, okay. I'm lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's like. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, Adam's lit. But no, he's a uh, life, and he's uh, pretty dexterous looking. He looks like he's pretty much looks like a ranger, like a, a scout. Like he's been out there looking, and he is about five eleven. Human male. The thing that stands out about him is is his his armor. It's, it doesn't see, I mean, it, it fits him well, but it, it's not the usual armor that perhaps a ranger would use, but um, he dons it on and wears it proudly, but he, he eyes you as you reach the group. What kind of armor is it? Yeah, yeah. The leather, scaled? Leather, leather. yeah. Leather, okay. Skin color, pointy ears? Uh, human. Or... Dark-skinned human. I go, I go, shh. Does he turn? <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. This is good. <laughs> Omalara greets the newcomer warmly, and she says, Abeba, what news do you bring? 
Mamalardi, I, I, I found news, but who are these men? This is the king and his knights. They have finally come to this land. The king? Silas makes a crown on Torn's head. I, um, the one that looked the best. It's probably platinum with like a red jewel in the center on the front. I attack Silas. Guided strike second level. <laughs> second level divine smite. I take a, a quick knee and bow. No, no. That's that's not... Oh. This is, I look over to um, Omalara. This, this is the king they spoke of. I whispered to her. King, it is... Uh, what is your name? This is the King Toran. You come it, at a it, great it, time. It's 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 Torin, 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 King Torin. No, uh, j- just just oh, damn it. Well, Torin, uh, you come at a a good time. What 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 have I missed since I've been gone? Your village was under attack while you were gone. Attacked again. Did, who did they t- did they take? Did they take anyone? Did they? Not again. It is actually a good blessing that you have come, King. I mean, Torin. It must have been the serpent creatures again, the Yonti. Was it them that have attacked? The lizard men, yes. Uh, that, that is who approaches. They have Omalari, they have our, tra- our, our, our tribesmen. They have Udo. They have Udo. They approached the tribe. They are coming very soon. I was only able to outrun them so that I can warn the tribe. She looks back to the group, concern clearly on her face, and says, You must rescue Udo, for he is our key to the outside world. He can lead you to the Madanat Kariba. He is a prisoner of a group of, of Yon, Yuan-Ti. Are you, do you know of that, of those creatures? Anybody who would like to can give me a history check. Give it a whirl. A lamb. <laughs> like I said, I have no idea what your auntie are. A lamb. Your auntie? My auntie, my auntie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Did you say his auntie was attacking? My auntie. Guy, you know of the auntie. Humanoid creatures with heads and lower bodies of snakes, while their chests and arms resemble regular humanoids. Oh, thank God. I'll fight snake people, but not Tita Girl. <laughs> Tita Girl's coming. <laughs> yes, they, they approach. It seems they are targeting our village again, or they're passing by. I don't, I do not know, but I uh, thought it best to get, get to you all first. Again, a blessing that the king is, I mean, Torin and your, your friends are here. Will you help? We have a priority, guys, right? Are are they close? How close are they? It sounds like they're about here. They're on the way. We can rescue this soft-spoken gentleman's whatever his name is, and then uh, and then he can lead us south while the rest of the the tribe goes north east to where their fellows are for their little reconnoitering communion hootenanny, whatever they're doing. And we did our good deed for the day, and then he can take us south. Uh, I know not what you're seeking, but I am one of the best scouts here. A diamond. A diamond. A diamond. A, diamond. Yes. a diamond. Yes. Uh, Do you know anyone by the name of Aladdin? 
Prince Ali said <laughs> That name sounds familiar. They sing of him. I mean, if, if they're about here and they've got him and and we can take him out, maybe make it a little safer for them to go north. I mean, let's just let's just do it before we go. Yeah, let's go get him. I, I would be happy to help you search for this diamond, but there's no way that I can take them alone and we must... As you can see, that our, our, our tribe has been hit. There are no men. They continue to take them. Udo is, is a very important part of our tribe, and I will be happy to help you if you, you, you can extend your, your graciousness once more. I, I think you were sent for a purpose. You may want to stay away from language like that, young fella, because uh, Torn doesn't like to hear any of that. So uh, why don't we just go rescue this and I point towards Oliver's character whatever his name is Abibe no Abibe. yeah that's your name right yes what is the person who needs rescue oh Udo Udo Chipuzo. Udo, Udo. alright let's go help Abibe I think that's I think I said that right and don't correct me because I will never get it right let's go get Udo I mean, he can lead us straight there. I kind of know the way, but if we got a guide who can take us there, it'd probably cut some time off the journey, right? We are on a time frame, are we not? It's right. We can't just leave these people to be attacked right away. We can only leave them to be attacked later. As Omalaru has mentioned, Udo is our connections to the outside world, and he can at least secure some help. I mean, maybe he came back from a recent trip down from the resort and he won some diamonds in a card game or something. And then we rescue him. He says, oh, you know, whatever you want for saving my life. We say, give us the fucking diamond. And then we revive your friend and we kick this fool out of here because we don't need him anymore. And then we go north to go fight the two-headed dragon king, whoever the fuck his name is. And then you can be the rightful king, Torrent. What, What do you gain out of this, friend? Me? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just bored. I'm looking very confused. I don't know if you know this, but I've got some instruments on my back, and I'm always looking for more stories, and you, my friend, are a good story. Yeah, we have all kinds of stories about him. Ooh, I would love to hear every single bit after we go save, and I point towards Oliver's character again. Remind me to tell you the one about the the princess that repeatedly stabbed him. Oh, it's a good one. Word? <laughs> oh. Oh, let's get this over with. I'll kill you tomorrow, Silas. Lovely. And so, Omalara and the rest of the tribe wish you well as you follow Habibe into the dense jungle. He leads you over swamps and through dense patches of overgrowth and around trees that, at a glance, don't look very healthy. Before long, he leads you over a small rise that runs near the main road. They are like the lizard men, but they have bodies. Their lower body is like a snake. Oh, Beavis. Yes. Do they have any magic users among them? Yes. The the Yuan-Ti and the glittery girl, they seem to be magic users. It would be best to target them, perhaps, first. And these 
these trees, uh, I have I have to say, I've, while I grew up in a forest, I'm not familiar with these kind of... Do they always look this sickly? When did this start? It's uh, the appearance of these serpent men. Uh, these when serpent did your... Creatures. Can I take a look at a tree to determine, is it like... Uh, is it natural that's causing it or unnatural? Give me a nature check. Nice. Plus four. Twenty. The decay on the trees is definitely unnatural. Probably magical from the school of necromancy with your natural twenty. What do you think, guy? Well, looking at this, I mean, it's clearly not because of a drought or anything like that. It's uh, most likely something uh, unnatural. It's like it's kind of dead, and considering that what we've seen recently, I don't know, maybe... Did you get a chance to talk to our shaman? The one that was dying? Yeah, he would tell you a better time, but it was around the time he was stricken. That's That was my next question. There's definitely a connection. Wow, Thorn, it sounds like if you uh, help me take care of this little problem, you might save the entire island. You are the king. Mm. Ambush. Yes, I I agree. I, I think that we should... Well, and then I look at Thorin, who doesn't look very sneaky. Or well, that he's, he could be sneaky. He's a bit more sneaky now. He's got uh, his new fancy armor. Oh... What shall we do, sire? As guy looks Torin with like a smirk on his face. <laughs> off, off behind Torin, Silas has put another crown on his head. It's a different one this time, though. It's gold with some diamonds on the tips of the top. You tell us what to do. I'm nothing but a cook. You're also a cook. <laughs> I hate you all. I hate you all so much. This is what we do. Let's Heavy see. is the head. Where's the crown? 